Hard times don't create heroes. Hard times don't create heroes. But it is in the hard times when the hero within us is revealed. It is in the hard times that the hero within is revealed. And, and some are listening to the quote. I'm going to repeat it again in just a second. You may be listening to the quote and you're saying to yourself, ah, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not certain how we, how, how do we work? How do we do that? Hard times. What do you mean? Hard time. What do you mean that the hero is revealed during hard times? I don't want hard times. I don't want that. I, I want easy times, Kirk. I, I, I'm tired of hard times. Lupe, you may be my sister, but I'm tired of taking care of you. Grow up. But this is what I want to share with you. Hard times actually don't create a hero. Heroes, heroes don't, aren't just waiting for hard times to be, to be created. You only recognize, get this, you only recognize hero qualities and abilities when those people rise to the occasion when hard times arise. Now is the time for you to rise to the occasion there. Just gonna put my you, can do it. Okay. you only recognize those abilities, those qualities, those superpowers that they always had, but they are revealed in hard times because they had to. Some might even say that without the hard times, you would never have emerged. This is, this is, uh, <laughs> this is kind of my story. Um, prior to the pandemic, I wasn't streaming. I wasn't, it's not that I didn't know how to stream. It's not that I wasn't all already in broadcast and production. It's just that I wasn't streaming for me. I was doing it for clients. I was doing it for all kinds of folks. I knew how to stream. I just didn't recognize its value and its power for my own business, for my own purposes. What's in it for me? So I went live one night because I was getting ready to do this day in the life of, of, of a YouTuber, of a creator um, for this YouTube project. I was getting ready to go live. I went live with my gimbal and my phone just to kind of get used to using the gimbal, walking around the house and doing stuff. And people began to chat with me and I transitioned from being live on my phone to being live on my laptop to being live in, and, and, and just kind of somewhere randomly in the house. At that point, I, I didn't even have like a full on studio at the house. So I just went, I went, I went live just sitting on the couch <laughs> and we just chatted it up for a while and I realized like, man, that was a lot of fun. Was that so hard? That was fun, right? And I began to go live regularly on Friday nights and that kind of blossomed into this whole other community and this whole other experience. And it's, it's I remember somebody sharing with me, this is post-pandemic, it was like, the two statements I remember during the pandemic is number one, your, your mic is muted. Everybody remembers that one. And he said, second, Kirk Nugent is live. That's how he introduced me as I was getting ready to take the stage to speak at an event. He introduced me as these are the two things that I constantly kept on hearing during the pandemic. You're on mute. 
your mic is muted. Uh, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, sir. You're muted. <laughs> Everybody heard that one. But he said, but all the, the constant notification I kept on getting is Kirk Nugent is live. Okay, we're live. Did we want the pandemic? No. No, absolutely not. But the pandemic was a hard time that came to reveal the hero within us. It came and it revealed in me that I had these abilities and skills that I did not even know were applicable in this space. So here's my question for you. There's a hero in all of us. What's yours? What is your hero? I'm going to give you some practical tools here, but I want you to be thinking through you know, we said this in, in, a, in a previous motivation and merch, motivation, morning motivation and media. I got to I got to got to get my my stuff situated. Morning motivation and media. <laughs> got to get my stuff situated. But we said this in a previous one. Hard times will come. But we must say to the hard times, what have you come to teach me? What have you come to reveal? What have you come to bring out of me that I did not even know I had? I was uh, a student technician in college. And, um, <laughs> oh my, I was a student technician in college and I worked with the IT team at the university that I attended. And so there were the, 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 the full-time staff and then there were student staff, right? So I was one of the student techs and all of the student techs were divided up between the full-time techs. And so I was on the green team and Terry Dodge was my supervisor. I had some good friends, Frank and Kevin, they were on the blue team um, with Doug and then, you know, Tim Tryon had a team and there was, there was, there was about four full-time employees and each of them had a team of students. But my particular supervisor, Terry Dodge, good friend, still stay in touch with him to this day. He only had one student worker, which was me. And I used to complain to my friends all the time, man, Terry Dodge is constantly, you know, doing all, we get all the odd jobs. We had to redo the network in the library. We had to walk across campus with a ladder and a Hilti drill and, 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 and a ream of, of ethernet cable Cat5 Ethernet cables. You might not know what I'm talking about, but it's okay. I had to walk across campus with that stuff. My other friends in the blue team, they got a chance to do whatever. Doug was very relaxed. In fact, Doug was closer to our age. So he just kind of was like, ah, let me let y'all chill. And Terry was relentless. Terry did not treat me like a student technician. Terry treated me like a full-time employee. I work so hard. And so he gave me, he actually would split us up. We'd have a morning meeting. He would be like, okay, you hit these. I'm going to hit these. Hit me, call me on the, because uh, we had Nextel at the time. Oh my, I'm telling on myself. I had Nextel at the time. So we would do the push to talk thing and I would let him know where I'm at. And if I ran into any issues and every now and again, I would have to, I would have to walk over to the, the academy, which is a far walk from the university. I had to walk to the academy. Uh, to do work over there or we had to go over to the airfield because in the green team these were the buildings that were in the green team and i had to, we had to go over to the airfield to go in and, and do some things over there and i i would always ask him very probing questions i just knew 
that if I didn't get the details, I would be out there trying to figure out what the assignment was <laughs> and, and, and have to figure out how to get back in touch with him. So I would ask him these details. I would ask him these questions. And I was frustrated. I felt like I was being picked on because I was on this team where I had to do all this work. And unbeknown to me, my supervisor was quote unquote frustrated because he had this student worker who asked these probing, deep, ridiculous questions. You ask a lot of questions, don't you? And one day he said to me, Kirk, I just want to say thanks to you for asking those questions. And it kind of caught me off guard. I was like, thanks for asking questions. I'm confused. He's like, yeah, those questions really helped me to figure out what we really need to do. And those questions helped me to figure out how I need to teach. And I said, wow. He's like, you have an uncanny ability to ask the right question. The hard time that I was in, quote unquote, helped me to realize one of my ultimate superpowers. And that is asking questions. It is a skill, it is a practice that I literally has taken me through my entire career, throughout my life, everything I've ever done. I bring this one skill to that table and it has helped me. But I would never have recognized if somebody didn't call it out of me or if the hard circumstances did not require it. And my supervisor recognized that me asking those questions made him a better supervisor. Anytime you find yourself saying, doesn't everyone? Or you say, is it really that hard? Because this is exactly what I was saying when he said, when he, had, when he said to me, you ask those questions. I'm thinking to myself, doesn't everyone ask questions? And he immediately said, no. No, no, they're not asking those questions. They're not asking those questions. They are not <laughs> probing. They're not pushing the envelope. One of the sub taglines for how it all works is let's figure it out together. Sometimes I'll go live on Wednesdays for the midweek huddle or the coach's corner with Kirk. And I'll say, your questions are my agenda. Why? Because your questions prime the pump. Your questions help me to figure out exactly what it is I want to share. This is it. This is it, Papa. How do you know what you're capable of when you never test your superpowers? The quote for today says, hard times don't create heroes. It is during the hard times when the hero within us is revealed. There, I, I like to state, make this statement, he's starting to believe or she's starting to believe. I, 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 of course, have coaching clients that I am taking through this process of live video strategy and, um, um, and using media to either establish themselves as a thought leader, to grow and engage an audience, or to, to, to uh, set up a steady stream of, of, of referral-based opportunities for their business. I, this is what I do on a regular basis. And so every now and again, we have these probing conversations in our coaching sessions, 
And I will ask those questions. I'll ask those questions. And sometimes when I'm asking those questions, you can see the person kind of, oh, why do you have to ask that? Mm, I don't really want to deal with that particular thing. They ask so many questions. But as we go through these sessions, um, I'll ask the person, okay, what, what's our next steps? What are we doing this week? What are we doing next month? What's our plan? What are we, what are we setting up in terms of content? What, what is the, what's the topic for the live shows? What, what, are, what are we going to be doing? Who are we going to interview? And they'll say stuff and I'll, I'll be like, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But every now and again, they'll say something that in my opinion is swinging for the fences. Hey, is that a home run? Yeah. It, they'll say something that even if they fail at it, the fact that they are reaching for that kind of, of goal, it means that they're starting to believe. I have literally a, a category in my, in my, uh, in my coaching sheet where I will literally put them in that status. They're starting to believe. They're starting to believe that they can actually do this. I can do this. They're starting to believe that it's actually possible. They're starting to believe that what we're working towards is, is attainable. They're starting to believe they can get it done. They're starting to believe that regardless of what issues and struggles and hard times present themselves, they can overcome it to reach their goal. They're starting to recognize that their why, the reason why they've created this content, why they've decided to embark upon this journey is bigger than anything that could stand in their way. They're starting to believe. I believe it. I got that line from The Matrix. <laughs> There's a particular point in the movie where the rest of the team are on the ship. Neo is, quote unquote, in the real world. And the team is saying to Morpheus, what is he doing? Because he turned around to go and fight one of the Sentinels. And they're saying, what is he doing? What is he doing? And Morpheus says these four words. He's beginning to believe. I love that line. <laughs> I love that line. And I'm sharing that line with you as part of our morning motivation and media today. Hard times don't create heroes. It is during the hard times when the hero within us is revealed. What is your hero? It'll be revealed in the things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis that you feel everyone else does, but no one else does. And they constantly come to you and say, hey, that thing that you do, could you do that? And you're saying, it's not that big a deal. It is that big a deal. Because anytime you're operating in your superpower, it seems normal to you. It's not normal to anyone else. How do you know what you're capable of? If there are no circumstances, there's no no platform there's no series of events that require you to test your superpowers my challenge to you this morning is not just to look at the hard times and say to them what have you come to teach me but also recognize what superpowers are in you 
What hero is in you that is waiting to emerge given the right circumstances? Are you starting to believe? That is your morning motivation and merch.